Hi, hello, welcome. How are you doing? Great. This is Salty with Captain Lee. Yes, it is. And today is exceptionally salty, it seems. Why is that? I don't know. It just seems like it is. It doesn't seem like things are properly flowing today, but who knows? We got a long way to go. They have medication for that. be a long night. It's going to be a very long night. <laughs> you were expecting that one, weren't you? Are you, sure, you guys sure you want to listen to this tonight? Oh my God. Well, thanks everybody who did leave us five stars and great reviews last week. We really appreciate it. And if you would keep them coming, we'd appreciate it even more. Give us a follow. That mm-hmm. would be the best. Keep up with us. Let's get into some, oh, my buddy Jax is in the headlines again. Putting his foot in his mouth again is well, really what it is. He said that he couldn't. they couldn't take off because the seat wouldn't pull all the way forward. It and couldn't you know sit that, up. You know yeah. that annoying little thing where they come to him and say, raise your seat up, raise your seat up, and you're sitting there and you're pushing a button that's been pushed by a gazillion times and doesn't work right. And it's jammed. And, and the seat won't go up. They go, well, we can't move the plane until you get your seat in the upright position. I bet you can land it, though. I don't know. I would imagine they'd have to, but I, I do under I do sympathize with them if that was actually the problem. The whole process of this, or the whole context of this article, that, or the news that we were listening to on this, is the fact that he had to be dramatic about it. He had to be a diva. There were so many people commenting who were also on the plane yeah. complaining that this D-list celebrity is throwing a hissy fit ooh, about D-list celebrity. That's smart. Yeah, about his having a tantrum because his first class seat ticket wasn't or first class ticket seat was not working appropriately. See, he was flying JetBlue, right? I think so. JetBlue doesn't have a first class. I don't think, unless it's the elite international flights. Either way, he had a hissy fit about it. And the, and at first he said, oh, you know, it, I, it was for safety regulations. But then... He's got a rep. He's got a rep? What yeah. does that mean? It said the plane didn't come back to the gate due to any uproar his rep told. What was it, page six? Maybe it's his wife. No. <laughs> No, No, she'd probably call him out on it. She'd probably have more to say to him than anybody else, I think. Stop being a Tuesday. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Said his seat was in the bed position in first class. Yeah. So they must have had a, it must have been a connecting flight when they boarded it, would be my guess. But yeah, if if it's lay flat and it doesn't pop up, which I find really hard to believe. Sounds like a personal problem. If it doesn't pop up, I don't know if Jax has those kind of problems, but next time I see him, see you're going to ask? I'll ask him if he has an issue with that, and I'll let you know. Don't ask him. Just make a, a subtle recommendation. Sam wants to know <laughs> no, if, you have a, if you have a pop-up problem. Jax, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, maybe it is. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> I am alluding to it. Yeah, Brittany, don't so. come for me. I didn't do it. <laughs> Wow, God! No, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to have the whole plane taken back to the uh, 
Another passenger's had to get to social media to slam the D-list reality person. Hey, it's better than the guy that pooped all the way down the aisle of their international flight that they had to turn around for a few weeks back. I think I'd rather an angry D-list celebrity than a plane full of poop. It's a tough one. No, it's not. Not at all. (laughs) You got that one figured out, do you? (laughs) So they say. Enough about Jax. Oh no! It says. It says. It also goes on to say that it, he wouldn't. He wouldn't sit and coach. Yes, that's what I mean. Is he was throwing a hissy so fit? He, he wanted his seat. I guess in that position. Okay, whatever. Uh, what about Raquel and Rachel? So this is an interesting one. She she took to social media um, a few days ago, talking about how she's cleaning out her closet i guess you could say she's Mm -hmm. cleaning out her closet she's finding a whole bunch of items that she wants to sell and and take the funds and give it to charity and um just get rid of the clutter and the things that bring up bad memories so of course it's all tom stuff tom sandoval stuff (laughs) specifically the big kicker here is this gold necklace it was a symbol of devotion to him and it was kind of this quiet recognition before the affair came out and it was a lightning bolt which is his symbol essentially he he kind of (laughs) what i just can't picture him being any kind of a lightning bolt for anything well either way maybe it's because it's like a flash and then it's gone who knows gone quickly exactly so he Obviously, he he recognizes himself with the lightning bolt, and she bought it in honor of him. It was like a $750 necklace. Well, she put it online to sell it, and at first it was going for about $1,000 very quickly. What do you think it's up to now? Last I saw it was over $4,000. And honestly, like, what is she going to do with this thing? She's not going to hold on to it the rest of her life to be remembering this terrible time she doesn't want to think about this often and she does reference that it was something from a person who controlled her so good riddance get rid of it if it wasn't so valuable to her clearly or to somebody um you know she could have put it in a pit and lit it on fire but she said that uh yeah she also had a tom tom sweatshirt i wonder if it was a hoodie i know somebody that has a tom tom hoodie yeah with a whole lot of jewels on it yeah they said they were really cute. Apparently, she doesn't think so anymore, though, because she wants to get rid of it. Rid of it from her life. But that's okay. The item's on sale on eBay, and the price continues to climb. Let's take a look. Wow, it's currently at $4,750. For the sweatshirt? or the For the necklace. For the necklace. What's the sweatshirt at? Let's find out together, shall we? Holy cow! The Tom Tom hoodie, that's a mm-hmm. return on investment, nine thousand four hundred dollars. It's going to charity, so that's a good thing. But Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm gonna start going through your closet and selling your clothes. <laughs> I promise you, you won't get that kind of money for it. That's her dang sure, but she's she's clearly gonna do something good with it, and. Right on for her, getting rid of that old clutter in her life and negative energy. Nobody needs that. 
Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. I'm just I'm just scrolling through some things like Shannon Bedor. 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 This one I find really interesting. She was the one who was in the media for running her car into that person's house and then pretending like she was walking, walking the dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. Just narrowly missed that asshole who was driving that car. She went into outpatient treatment. Good for her. But she's still going on the Trey Amigas comedy tour with Vicky and Tamara, but without drinking. What a shit now, show. If anybody is going to believe that, I find that uh, very difficult to believe. That's like turning a fox loose in a hen house and saying, no, don't touch anything. <laughs> you can just hang out and have fun. Well, my understanding is this tour is, is all about them drinking, getting wild, having fun, partying. Um, they're kind of known for it. And... Vicky's been known to pound a, t or pound a few of them. Exactly. And so for her to be able to say, I'm still going to do the tour since she's gone going through outpatient treatment, sober, she's going to do this tour, this comedy tour, this so, tour that's all about drinking, I don't understand. So do you do you just like phone that in? You get on a phone call? Well, they they reference that they're kind of reworking the whole show to maybe accommodate this and... Honestly, I wish her the best of luck I, in her sobriety and this journey of life for her. But I feel like sometimes it's a little too tempting. I think the way she's going about it is a little... Yeah, I agree with that. Especially considering there's a pre-show VIP cocktail party that everybody gets to celebrate in. So, I except, don't know. Like I said, it's too her. soon. For me, I think it's too... In my opinion, it's too soon for her to be putting herself in that environment. But to each their own. Seems a lot of probably people have issues with alcohol at one point or another in their career. Well, I think it just goes to show that everybody has issues and just these select group of people who are being filmed doing their jobs. <laughs> what exactly is her job? Living her best <laughs> life. Either way, I think it just goes to show that everybody's got some demons and... Everybody deals with them their own way. Well, I hope she's successful at staying reasonably sober so she doesn't hit any more houses or endanger her dog. I'm more concerned about the dog. Poor Archie. Well, yeah, Archie. <laughs> Archie was having a bad day. You ever try to follow a drunk walking? It ain't easy. I bet he enjoyed his vacation with whatever neighbor or friend was, he was staying with while she was in the clink. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. But she's not the only one in the headlines right now from the housewives. Um, there's a big to-do going on, I guess you could say, that the, from the Real Housewives of New York. Cy, I believe, is Cy De Silva. Um, she is kind of known for being a bully of sorts this season um, and pushing some of the women around and calling them out on their marriages and, you know, not not having sex with your husband um, for a year and like it, she's just she's kind of being toxic in my opinion but maybe that's part of the entertainment 
Um, she's in the headlines right now. Have you heard about that one? What, what did she do? She uh, she was dating her husband while he was still married? Well, that's exactly the twist of the timelines. There have been a couple slip-ups, I guess, in her story over the years. And um, they're questioning that she only married her husband because she got pregnant. And he was previously married. Now, she, my understanding is she worked for his club. She was a bartender. And so the owner was at this banging, bar, excuse the me. The owner allegedly was banging the bartender. Exactly. The bartender got pregnant. and He uh, left his wife and married her. Well, that's all alleged. Tale as old as time. But what what is bringing this to light additionally is this resurfacing of the video online. She was in an interview or he was in an interview and, and asked, you know, what made her the one? How did you know she was the one? And he said... Or she said, I got pregnant or I was pregnant or got some, something along the lines of she got pregnant. I don't know if she was the one or she just happened to be the one that got pregnant. I don't know. It's, it wants to know that the content creator who gave her co-stars such a hard time all season for not owning it, in quotes, is actually the one keeping the biggest secret. Now, this is try and say this three times really quick. Was that beloved Brooklyn Brownstone? Of hers, ill-gotten. Was that beloved Brooklyn Brownstone of hers, ill-gotten? Was that beloved Brooklyn Brownstone of hers, ill-gotten? Was that beloved Brooklyn Brownstone of hers, ill-gotten? That was a metaphor. Oh, well, I did it anyway. Sort (laughs) of. I didn't know she lived in Brooklyn. Well, duh, she's in a beloved Brooklyn Brownstone. I got that. (laughs) Still, shame on her, especially if she's being so negative to all of those other women and she's got secrets. Goes back to people are people, and they all got some skeletons in their closet. But it sounds like she did a really hard, she worked really hard to rewrite her own story. Well, none of it's factual, so we don't know for sure until somebody corroborates it. Yeah. Because none of this has been corroborated yet. Some random person from Reddit brought it up, apparently knowing her from her past. And I don't know if she's going to come out and own it as she likes her co-stars to do, but you never know. Could be. Possibly, maybe. People have done stranger things, like Ryan Seacrest. That's for dang sure. This is funny. He blows up her toilet, Kris Jenner. He blows up her toilet and then splits and leaves it that way. Yeah, my my understanding, though, is it's an all-black toilet. Really? Yes, and she's kind of known for her aesthetic home. It's very trendy, um, but classic. And she has an, a solid black toilet, and he blew it up and didn't realize the water level was rising. Oh, it not over, it overfilled, it overflowed. Exactly. And he tried to <laughs> clean it out with the toilet scrubber. God, this is an old story, too. It is. The reason why it's resurfacing is there was a, um, he did an article, or he did an interview on his show, on, on the Kelly and Ryan show, Um Ryan and Kelly show, whatever it is. And, and it kind of resurfaced, but this had happened previously. Now, Ryan Seacrest is one of the executive producers for the Kardashians from a million years ago. He kind of gave them their start. So I guess if anybody's going to blow up your toilet, it's your boss. And you're not going to say a dang thing about it. Apparently, uh, Kelly couldn't get enough of it. Well, it's kind of funny. Don't come to my house and blow up my toilet, though. Well, she said that he actually had to retrieve what he put in the toilet. 
what? I yeah. miss that little memento. Which one of her co-hosts asked if there was a ladle involved. <laughs> Ew. It was a toilet ring cleaner that Seacrest says he used. It was a utensil that was convenient. Blech. It wasn't a ladle. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> blow up my toilet anytime. <laughs> I don't know why that would come. Well, thirsty people. That's for dang sure. One of the biggest stories in the headlines right now, and I see it reshared over and over and over again, um, Jada Pinkett is, well, Jada Pinkett Smith, previously Smith, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of the point of the story. So they have been in the media for years regarding their relationship. And she recently did an interview on the Today Show with Hoda and acknowledged that she and Will Smith have been separated for over seven years, but have worked to keep that out of the media. I don't know how that happens. Well, apparently they, they pose together and they go rock, walk red carpets, but they don't live together. They're, they're in separate houses. Yeah, but wouldn't you think the mailman would take notice of that? Well, I somebody? feel like at that point, some, I'm sure somebody knows. I'm sure plenty of people know, but they keep those people on NDAs. Now, my biggest takeaway on this is, first of all, she's all about the hard truth. And she has her show on Facebook Live or on Facebook Red Table Talk, talking about really, like, uncomfortable conversations. She's Why do you suppose it's called Red Table Talk? Because they sit around a pretty iconic red table and talk. Okay. And they have guests That's on. and Very deep. They, well, I've watched it for a few different cases, I guess. And she's, like, famously known for addressing all of these hot topic issues and uncomfortable conversations but very intriguing that she's kept her marriage separation quiet for seven years, denying, 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 especially when she had this um, affair scandal going around not that long ago. Well, she didn't promise that she'd never have an affair. The only promise she made was that there'd never be a reason for us to get a divorce. So they will work through whatever, and she just hasn't been able to break that promise, which... Uh, doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Okay, so how but, many years have you and Marianne been together? 48. Not, no, we've been together 49. Married 48. Yeah. How would you guys handle a seven-year separation? Is that like something to throw the towel in? What are your beliefs on marriage and all of that? You're either married or you're not. And if you're married, you're not separated, living in separate households for seven years. That's not being married. I wonder if they file their taxes together. I'm sure they do. It'd be silly of them to, either one of them, if they're going to keep up this facade, it'd be really stupid to uh, file separately. Well, there's no more facade. She's kind of let the cat out of the bag. Except they're still married and they're still separated. Yeah, that's true. My The biggest joke of all of this is and she's not committed to divorce. Well, it doesn't like, sound like she's committed to marriage either. Good point. And, okay, so how long have they been together? A long time. Okay. A long, long time. So we got this seven-year hiatus in between, right? Yeah. Okay. So if we've got a seven-year hiatus in between, I don't know. What's, I don't know the reason for not just, you know, 
calling it quits because you made a promise to to who? Well, it, the fact that he they I, I get that they stand behind one another and clearly they're in a good place. But even when the That's media what was you define a good place, okay, <laughs> I guess to the outside perspective they were in a good place. But back in 2022, when uh, Will Smith famously slapped Chris Rock across the face for um, talking, making a joke about Jada Pinkett's alopecia. Um, he lost his mind. She She's now on record saying she thought this was a joke. She thought it was a skit and had no idea until he walked up and hit him. And the, what was more shocking to her was she was referenced by Will as my wife. Keep your... Yeah. Or keep my wife's name out of your right. M or F in mouth. Got that. But I'm, I'm just a little confused about the refusal to divorce after seven years. And that started in 216, till present. So we're seven years and counting. Okay, so... We may not be done. This could this could break a record for... I don't even know if one exists. So you're, to your 48 years married and my three years married, I think we're kind of on the same page. If it was seven years, like, why? Why play the game? Why keep up the charade? Do their families know? I don't know how they could not know. Well, if I they're posing go, on the carpet and they're oh, doing honey, all these family events together. Go tuck the kids in bed. <laughs> okay, wait till I get the car started. <laughs> but that's what I mean is, like, their kids are grown up. They're clearly busy individuals. They have their own schedules doing their own projects. They could easily make this excuse of work. Or designation in other places, like, but why? What is the benefit of marriage at this point? To say you're I committed have, to somebody? I have no idea. It just, that baffles me. I would say release them and let them go live their lives. Apparently it's because she made a promise and she doesn't break promises. She did. The promise of marriage doesn't necessarily say you should wander. I guess it depends on what her vows were. That's what she said. She I guess said, my interpretation is you don't wander outside your marriage. But she clearly did. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he did, too. I'm not. I'm assuming here. Makes you want to go get a lightning bolt, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus Christ. No, it doesn't make me want to go to lightning bolts. <laughs> Think so. Okay, here's one for you. The, the Golden Bachelor. I just, I have trouble with that term. Gold. I want to see you climb into a bunk bed. Golden Bachelor. <laughs> just, they're sleeping in bunk beds. That's what I mean. I want to see your 73-year-old behind climbing into a bunk bed. Your answer would be, hell no, and no, you'd walk I, out. I don't, I don't have, you know, I mean, I used to have the top, a lot of, uh, a lot of captain's punks sometimes are higher up. So what? they had drawer, drawer space underneath. When was the last time you climbed into a bunk bed? About three years ago. What the hell were you doing climbing into a bunk bed three years ago? My grandkids. Okay, that's kind of fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. All right, all right. I mean, you don't have to be a contortionist to climb into a bunk bed. I'm just I'm just wondering why they are. Is they, uh, are they making them? Yeah. They are making, well, yeah, they are making they're them. making the senior citizens sleep on bunk beds. Yeah, but I watched a, a bit of that episode, and um, they all kind of negotiate to who gets the bottom bunk based on how many times they have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> this, this just gets worse by the minute. 
So you got a dozen women running through the house, remaking the souped-up Airbnb they live they're going to live in for the next month. And the big, the big coup de gras is who gets the bottom bunk? Yeah, yeah, bunk beds. Some somebody from production definitely had a sense of humor. Or they just left the house the same from the previous I'll, season. I'll tell you what, I don't want to watch any one of them climb up into the top bunk. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't really think anybody's don't. getting any good sleep in the in the night because if somebody's falling off of the bunk beds trying to go to the bathroom 15 times, nobody's going to get good rest. Okay. Sandra. She's Sandra. one of the participants. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a 75-year-old who's been very clear. She wants to be crystal <laughs> clear on this, that she wants to maintain an a- active lifestyle. And yes, that means exactly what you think it means. A sexually active she, lifestyle. She wants to be, you know, she wants to play hide the salami with somebody. Well, we and know she, who the somebody is. She immediately claims the bottom bunk. Because she has both knees replaced. <laughs> Wonder how that happened. <laughs> her very active lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's too much. It's, I mean, you can't make that up. Mm-mm. You're going to spit wine everywhere. I know yeah, you are. I'm so glad you're wearing a white shirt. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I don't know if I'm going to get through this segment. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Plus, she wants to. You can't stop laughing. That's the best. She wants to be closer to the bathroom. In fact, multiple women have that issue. That's what I mean. They're negotiating. This, this golden bachelor is giving me way more information than I ever needed to know. Well. It really is. It's just like. That's what they call reality TV these days. <laughs> it's real reality. Just to, for a different age group. Things aren't lifted as much as they used to be, <laughs> and they can't hold their platters much anymore. <laughs> You're right. You can't make it through this segment. <laughs> well, like you have tears Jerry, in your eyes, laughing. Jerry, Jerry, the guy who's who they're they're fighting over. Yeah, right. They know he's, who he wants to play hide the salami, or she wants to play. He's having issue working the headlights of a vintage car that he's never driven before. Yeah. But he doesn't think older people should be banished to only daylight hours. But the producers could have at least made sure his headlights were working. (laughs) But also, when you're filming, could you sit there and say, this is going to be some great content. He can't even turn the dang car on or get down the driveway. I don't know. And what about the one that can't get up in the bunk bed? Like I said, maybe this is another twisted situation that they're putting on on TV for real reality (laughs) entertainment. They have chair yoga aerobics. I commend them for being out there and doing the dang thing. Whatever the dang thing is in their world. Jerry's got his uh, assistive hearing devices. They all brag that about could, them. Now that could come in handy. Turning it off? Well, how many women are there? A in lot. Situation? A lot. I mean, like eight or ten? Is there? There's more than that, yeah. Okay, and you've got hearing aids that you can adjust the volume on. Exactly. Or you just can turn shut them off. Or off. Yeah, that, that could become very helpful. Why do I feel like you're going to start looking into hearing aids in the future? Sir, I'm going to learn how to control your hearing aids if you ever get them, just so you can't shut them off on me or Marianne. Non-negotiable. <laughs> I like the... Comment. I've lost you. No, I've I, lost I, you no, completely. I just, I just like the, uh, the closing 
statement in this article. It says the 60 and 70-somethings are obviously still physically active and vibrant, but that doesn't mean they don't need accommodations. Justice for Sandra's knees. <laughs> so I have to ask you, are you ready? Or can you handle it? Have you composed yourself? I don't know. You still have tears in your eyes. I thought that was some funny shit. <laughs> did. What is the nicest award you've ever won? Oh, I think I've got it right, right here. Are you literally looking on your floor? No. I mean, I mean that is a beautiful besides, award. Besides the golf trophies. Victoria's Voice Foundation of a Resilience Award for both you and Marianne. Yeah. Um, yes, you're right. What that is one of the most beautiful awards I've seen. I think that's the best one I've ever received. Well, could you imagine taking that award and propping the gate in your backyard open with it? Like a doorstop? No. No. Not at all. Doorstops generally don't mean a lot to you, do they? Well, I'm so glad you've said that because Gwyneth Paltrow is catching some fire here. She used, I can't even believe this, she used her Academy Award for Best Actress from Shakespeare in Love as a doorstop. She recently did an interview with Vogue. They do it like a, it's kind of a standard interview they do. It's 73 questions, kind of rapid fire in their own own environments, Mm -hmm. kind of walking through the grounds. And they're walking into her backyard and the cameraman stops and looks down and goes what is that and it's her academy award for best actress propping the gate open what was what did she win that for which one best actress from shakespeare in love as a doorstop wow you're gonna have some big ones to be doing that apparently uh she doesn't think much of the Academy or the awards they hand out. You know, there's been a lot of um, details about her in the press over the years. Specifically, you know, she's kind of been born with a silver spoon in her mouth uh, concept with Steven Spielberg as her godfather and royalty parents. Um, so she doesn't really have, maybe she's really just out of touch with reality when it comes to that. You think? I mean... It's not really special if it's something that's been in your life forever and casual. How many of those have, do you know has she won? Because if she's won like 40 of them, okay, maybe I buy. Then she, you know, might use one of them as a doorstop because I have too many and I don't know what to do with it. It looks like that's the only one. That's the only one. Really made an impression on her. Well, if you ever get to that point in life. Which I probably never will. But I doubt that I would, you know, even if we, like, we were nominated for Emmy, for two Emmys. And if by chance you won that award, where would you have it? Wouldn't be prompting up the office door with it, no. I think for shits and giggles, I would totally put it by the office door. (laughs) Take a picture, put it online. Say, Paltrow, you got nothing on me, kid. Right? I don't know. Still, I, she's, she's definitely one of a kind. She was recently in the headlines regarding this famous ski trial way back. Did you remember? Do you remember hearing this? It was post Johnny Depp, it Amber Heard. It was a junk, junk fraud case. It's just sad people are going after celebrities in this circumstance. You know, guy ran into her on a mountain and realized who it was and then tried to make a big scene. Follow the money. Exactly. He tried to, and uh, he sued her, making all of these allegations. She countersued for a dollar and won, 
And she's like famously known for telling the court, I lost half a day of skiing. Like, that's what she lost out of this whole case. But wasn't that in contrast to him going through a whole list of everything that he lost? He lost his ability to work and yada, yada, yada. Exactly. And then she goes, I lost half a day of skiing. Listen, I commend her for being just a straight shooter and real as real can be, even if she's a little out of touch with most people's reality. (laughs) I think so. I feel like we're flying through today. Well, there's, there's a couple of, you know, yeah. Like this one guy's making, uh, obviously he's making a pretty good buck at it, but he does these. Who's this know. guy? Who are you talking about? He gets in arguments with people over. Oh, nothing. you're talking about the TikTok dude. He's got like a hundred, yeah. or he's got a million followers. I think he's known by the European kid for his rich people that problems. Like, that sounds like an old Western name. Like remember the Billy the Kid. This is the European kid. The European kid. And he's got 2.1 million views on this stupid video on TikTok. Rich people problems is what it's titled. Um, He's yelling at another yacht driver, accusing him of showboating to impress the women on his boat. This this will tell you how, how fabricated this is. There are no such things as yacht drivers. (laughs) <laughs> okay elaborate give me your your captains, experience there's captains and then there aren't if you have a yacht driver i've never met one let's just put it that way is that like a a driver versus a i don't even know like a chauffeur versus a taxi driver <laughs> that's like saying wait till i call my driver and then an uber pulls up front yeah no yeah and He's arguing because he's trying to steal one of his girls. Have you ever seen anybody have this kind of, like, argument? Well, if you have a boat that big, you really don't have any problem attracting females. Okay. But have you ever seen something like this? No. I did. There was a, uh, God, I can't remember. It was a baseball player, and it was on Below Deck Met. Okay. And the guy's been on there a couple of times, and he's a Hall of Famer. But him and his wife just can't stay off the sauce at all. And so she gets into a pissing contest with the guy on the boat next to him. The guy at the dock? At, or at the like, dock. Oh, at, my at the God. Dock. The guy gets so pissed off, he, stro- he jumps off his boat, comes down, jumps on their boat. Johnny, Johnny Damon, that's who it was. Johnny Damon and his wife. And she is a piece of work. And they were, I mean... Production had to step in and separate people. I guess they were close to swinging, huh? Yeah. And Johnny Damon can swing a mean bat. Trust me. I'll believe you on that. It was... (laughs) I laughed my ass off. Nothing better than famous drunks on big boats. You should know. I do. You should know. All right, all right. Let's move on. What would Captain Lee do? What would Captain Lee do? I guess it just depends on the context. So, Supa Dupa Sally. Wait, wait a minute. Before we get to that, I want to I check out something else. Okay. What do you want to check out? The one, I, this caught my eye. Gen Z verbiage. Oh, boy. I didn't know they had their own verbiage, but they do. And I was surprised, actually. At how many of them you knew? No. I mean, oh. some of them you can figure out. Now, I'm not a Gen Zer. Or Zoomer, whatever they call them. I'm not a Gen Z 
yeah, grouping. It, but I knew all of these terms. Did you really? Yeah. You're not just making that up. No, definitely not making it up. There was a, a time when I did not know them See, and I've asked. I've certainly gone out and asked. See, like if somebody's slaying it, you know, they're they're really doing a great job. Right? Yeah. Slay. Yeah, that I Slay, get. It, it queen, just... slay. <laughs> the, the the serving one, I, I found I found that odd. You mean it's giving? Well, to serve. Like to serve a look. Oh, well, like it's, it makes sense. What, do you carry it up on a platter? It's <laughs> giving. Well. <laughs> yes, to serve it up on a platter, to serve... You know, like serve paper, serve to serve. It's it's. I don't even know. It's kind of yeah. Well, the only in the kind same of vein. serving that I've ever been done was usually at a restaurant or by some guy with a badge. It's kind of like she's she's serving in those shoes. Like that's the example. Yeah. To look, a, to serve a look is like. Well, unless, you're doing good unless the shoes are dupes. Wow! Look at look what look what you did yeah. right there. Look what you, what's a dupe? Yeah. It's a wannabe. A dupe? Yeah. It's like a duplicate. Exactly. Yeah. I see what it's you like, did right there. It's like those guys down in the corner on like Broadway and Fifth. And they're selling you Gucci bags for $15, 20 $30 a pop. Oh, so <laughs> you're not just a pretty face. You got a little riz to you? Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> I would like to think I do possess a little bit of riz, but I'm not sure if I want to refer to in that fashion. Charisma. <laughs> I don't know. That's To me, that's a really big jump from For charisma to, to riz. riz. Yeah. I see. It seems like a lot of these are just shortened words. Like What's what's riz short for? Charisma. I know, but you see any similarity? Any similarity? Charisma. Yes. <laughs> You that's can elongate a, it. That's a reach, Sam. <laughs> uh, mental breakdown is a mini B. Noting that yeah, in. That, that Sorry, boss. Be. Can't make it in. I'm having a mini B today. You know, I just, somehow I find that one demeaning. I can I can understand I that. Mental breakdowns are no joke. Now, no joke. Delulu, I think that's cute. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I think you've been Delulu for a while. <laughs> why do I feel like? Why do I feel like we're going to hear that in Housewives in the future? Oh, you All are, those Delulus. You are being Delulu. You're being Delulu. I'm going to see you using that term in the future. I doubt that. Side eye. I like that. Do you? Oh yeah, I love side eye. I think I that's give great. you side eye all the time. I know. And you have been the recipient of side eye more frequently <laughs> than you give. I think. <laughs> yeah. We actually did use this term last week or a few weeks ago. I've said it to you in, in the past, so I'm glad you've caught on. But you know what sus means? Yeah, that's that's kind of obvious, I think. Okay, so you're not completely lost. But I, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you just said, but my brain isn't braining. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you with these segues. It's sending me. <laughs> the brain isn't braining. It's just like... It's sending me. Now, this one I didn't... You didn't, didn't even get it. You didn't even... Yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, you sure? Yeah, the common W or L. Oh, yeah. Now you've he got, got a, a W. Win, you got a win or you got a loss. Or you can have mm. a common W or a common L. That means to agree or disagree. Well. Something done or said. 
Doesn't I just seem... say I disagree or I agree. Clearly, we're not Zoomers. Yeah, I think we just used to go like this. <laughs> a little L on the forehead. Yeah. Loser. Everybody knew you were a loser. <laughs> and the cap lying or not lying. I didn't, I didn't get oh, that Oh, yeah. I, this one was that has actually been around for a few years because somebody used to say this to me often. And he used to say, no cap. And I'm like, what are you saying? I, there's no caps involved. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I did feel like a boomer back then. But I would, I would be that way. I was informed. But you know what? You are actually quite eloquent in using your emojis these days. Some of these I don't, I don't get. And I'm sorry to the audience. I can't describe them over the phone because they're a visual thing. But Emojis for sleigh? It looks like nail polish on nails laughing to death is like a skull are those toenails or, or fingernails uh let's say fingernails let's i don't want to get any feet involved here and then conveys passive aggressive tone is just like a smile only it's more like a smirk i guess it's based on interpretation yeah or smile listen some of these you do have to use your imagination though i think oh really like clown referencing a person as a clown i've heard you reference people as a clown yeah but there's usually an adjective prior to that <laughs> that, that we're not finding in this dictionary no i don't think so you know, i thought i thought that gen z uh, thing was kind of interesting i'm glad you're not totally out of the loop but it could be you're out in reality well, in the I public could, and on twitter more than i am i could i could be lost with some of that stuff huh Really, because look at you, slay. The, the <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I found the millennials' language or vernacular a little easier to follow than the Gen Z. Well, there's more time that's passed between. What would Captain Lee do? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, Captain see, no. Lee. Let's see. <laughs> Sup a dup a Sally. Sup a dup a Sally. No, that's so, some Gen Z lingo right there. Yeah. Sup a dup a Sally. Uh, so sup a dup a Sally is wondering, I've been with my boyfriend for two years and he hasn't mentioned a future step. Should I bring it up? Now, what would Captain Lee do in this circumstance? Two years is probably, I don't know. That's kind of that in between time, I guess. I feel like I'm if you know, at. you know. You knew. Well, I knew. I, I I was the exception as opposed to the rule, I think. I knew. Marianne didn't know yet. Yet she married you like a year later. Yeah. I guess it didn't it take her long to figure out. It wasn't a real long engagement. But if you're not even discussing it or thinking about it after two years of going out, I would think that something's not right. Part of me is wondering, like, how old are you? Like, what what's the context? Is there other things happening in your life? Because... I was with my my now husband for eight years before we got engaged, but we were young and both had goals, but we were very open and honest about our intentions. I don't think we needed a marriage license or a ring or anything to, to kind of justify well, that. Her question is, should I bring it up? I would Hell say, yes. Yeah, I would bring it up. I'd approach the subject. I know we're not asking, what would Sam do? We're asking what would Captain I Lee do? I wouldn't do it in a confrontational way. I would just like, you know... Honey, where do you think we're going? Your behavior's a little sus. I thought I had the riz. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
how long did you stay awake last night thinking that one up? No, that just was that was good, Stan. Thank you. That was good. I've been hanging out with you a little too much. I got to give it to you. Okay. <laughs> so, sup and dup a Sally? Yes, definitely. Bring it up in a very genteel fashion, not confrontational, because uh, he may think he's moving at warp speed, and you think he's just crawling along a little bit faster than a snail. So you little softy, you. Yeah, you got to you got to be a little careful there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anywho. Ooh, let's see what we have here. Miranda G. Valentine. What a name. Mm -hmm. How do you confront someone who is always demeaning you? One thing to take into consideration, Miranda, is do you like this person? If you do, I really don't understand why, because they're always demeaning you. And if you don't, who really gives a shit? Walk away from them. Get them out of your life. Block them. Stay away from them. And if they're part of your group, maybe you should look for a new group because your real friends probably wouldn't tolerate someone in the group always demeaning you. It seems in my opinion, although nobody's asked what would Sam do, I'm going to insert my opinion here. Um, if somebody's demeaning you, it's probably more of their insecurities that's bringing that to light than it is actually them intentionally trying to belittle you or demean you. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about their insecurities. Good point. Especially if they're demeaning me. <laughs> I think that's all we got for tonight. No, there's one more, isn't there? No, I think that's all we got for tonight. Oh, that's your way of telling me to shut up and turn my mic off? I mean, I could just hit the <laughs> stop button, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I know we didn't ask what what does Sam, what would Sam do, but, you know, I like to provide my opinion. Noted. Anything else there? No, I guess that about wraps it up. Kelsey, we'll try to catch you on the flip side. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And follow Salty. Leave us a five-star rating, if you would, and a nice review wherever you get your podcasts. Sam? Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Captain underscore Lee underscore Rossback, and it's Sam underscore D. I ask every week for uh, some questions. We do like to answer those fan questions, so make sure you either DM us or uh, answer when you see it in our stories in the future. Otherwise, we'll see you guys soon. Bye.